Hey everybody, have you heard the news? Joe Bob is back in town. He's over at the drive-in. Hanging around. Watching crazy movies. So come on down. Joe Bob's ass drive-in show. And welcome to our Joe Bob's Jamboree slash season three recap episode. You might notice that both JB and I sound a little weird in this one. One, because we didn't do it together this time like we usually do because I was sick when we were together and we tried and my voice just was not having it so so I'm at the very tail end of my cold and JB is now starting the beginning of his cold that he caught from me sorry about that (laughs) Uh, so we're a couple of uh sniffling sickos but we really wanted to get this out while it was still in our minds and say thank you for everybody who showed up to the jamboree and was so kind and patient throughout the various trials that we had. So here we go. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Let's do it. What is up, homies? Today I am welcoming my special guest host from afar. This is a new one for us, JB. How you doing? I'm, well, really, to tell you the truth, I have not recovered from the jamboree. <laughs> it's part of it seems part of it seems in the distant past, but you know, my body is still not functioning right no. after four days of uh, drive-in jamboree. First, let me commend you for actually being able to figure out how to turn on your computer so you can talk to me all on your own. You've yeah. So far. Uh, well, <laughs> thank you. Usually, we usually have to do this together, so I'm shocked and amazed that you can join me. You're in New York, I'm in LA, and we're kind of just, we're going to go over the Jamboree and Season 3, and let's go. Let's start the Jamboree, I guess. You're still feeling kind of out of it. Did you get sick, too? Um, yeah, I did get kind of sick. I mean, oh, no. who, who wouldn't get sick from uh, from from what we did? I mean, the, I, I don't know how how many Patreon people uh, came to the Jamboree, but, uh, you know, the first day was, I'll just review it, okay? Okay, let's do it. All right, so the first day was Thursday. That was my uh, performance of um, uh, How Redneck Saved Hollywood. And uh, it was kind of a uh, iffy proposition. It It was raining right up until it started. And the stage was kind of slick. You were uh, nervous about doing it at a drive-in in the first place. What's that? You were really nervous to do it in a drive-in in the first place. Oh, yeah. I did not want to do it in a drive-in. I always do it in theaters and uh, because it's it's a comedy show. And so I need the laughter. You know, I need the people right up. I need to be right up close to the people. And so the idea of doing it at a drive-in, plus I was a long way from the screen, The screen, you know, and and anyway, we... we <laughs> We, we made it work. We made it work. It was fine. It was, um, there were enough people that were sitting in lawn chairs up by the stage yeah. and I could see their faces. And so, um, and so it was fine. I, sometimes I could see their horrified faces <laughs> and sometimes I could see their laughing faces. And so, um, and so that show went well and we had a barbecue before that. And, and, uh, it was a, it was a nice relaxed, um, 
we signed a lot of autographs. You know, it, it was a nice, relaxed way to start the weekend. Yeah, that was like a misleading start. I was like, oh, this is a piece of cake. This is going to be easy. <laughs> yeah, and the you know everything worked technically. And so then on Friday, and so then on Friday, uh, which was Mutant Fest, you know, our ultra low budget film festival. Um, in the afternoon. In the afternoon, there was a monsoon. I mean, you can only call it a monsoon oh for about an hour and a half. It was heavier rain than, you know, than most people have ever seen in their life. And so uh, some of our vendors had flimsy tents. Oh, my God. And they, got, they, just got, they just got wiped out. And we, we, we felt really sorry for them. And so... You were so gracious. You gave up your tent for the for the vendors. Dang, for the like that. You like always preface it with like, you are so gracious. Like, what else am I going to do? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you gave up your cartoon tent so the vendors would have a place to vend. So, um, I just, I feel so bad because I know some of them lost merchandise and stuff. And it's just, uh, I'm so sad it went down like that. And I am so sad we didn't get to do the tunes. I had, I had two, like, days planned and and my pajamas and i was so excited and i saw people show up in their pajamas and i felt so bad well uh, even more frightening um the the director of the last drive-in austin jennings came to me and he said um he says the place we're doing the um live show tomorrow is a swamp and i don't yeah. know what i'm gonna do um because we were gonna do it on the grass uh, in in front of the trailer park, the the uh, trailer house, and um, suddenly that was like a lake, <laughs> literally and, like a lake. <laughs> and so he had to go out and um, uh, rent a uh, flooring and a tent and um, all kinds of stuff, and change the whole creative for the live version of the last drive-in that we did on Saturday, and it rained. Uh, sort of intermittently throughout the day on Saturday. And that was bad for the bands that we had um, uh, because some of them, you know, they had to get off the stage when it was, when there was lightning. Oh yeah. Uh, and, um, <laughs> and you could uh, go on the stage to give out the awards. Oh yeah. And then, yeah, even, and on, on Friday night we had to switch the awards ceremony to the booth instead of the stage because we had lightning up there. And so, um, and nobody could see it. They could just hear it. Oh, it was so bad. Uh, everything was a mess. So, um, but you know what? I, I was so proud of the of the Mutant Fest, though, because especially the two winning films, I mean, they were made for ridiculously small amounts of money, and they're great films. They're just incredibly great films. One is called Tennessee Gothic, um, uh and 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 one is called lost prevention and uh you know i would i would put those films up against almost anything we show on our on our program so as soon as you saw tennessee gothic you were just like i love this movie like that i it basically won right then when you as soon as you saw it yeah and um uh it was shot on 16 millimeter film and it was um um uh, just just a, 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 a stellar achievement. Uh, I hope everyone gets to see it. Um, so then on Saturday, um, we had we put the set under a tent 
and um, because it was going to rain. And so we started the show. And uh, you know what my favorite thing was uh, when we started the show? It's when it's when the acoustic guitar player comes and sits in the chair and he plays Joe Bob. Joe Bob's back in town. Instrumental acoustic uh-huh. like, they do, like they do on the countdown, you know? No, that, that strikes fear into my heart, honestly. <laughs> Why? Because it means we get ready to start, and it's just like hyper-anxiety. It's like, no, no not that so, I don't know. I just thought it was a cool moment. And then um, I did, uh, um, you know, I usually do those little things we call cold opens that are, that are um, I don't know what they, I don't know what you call Cold them. opens. It's just me talking. It's me talking about anything. Um, so I had my I had my cold open ready, and they they put the camera on me, and um, uh, the crowd cheered, and I didn't expect that. I was like in the mood to do my cold open, <laughs> and and the cold open was like kind of quiet and calm and everything. It's just like it shouldn't start with a cheer, and so. Um, I was uh, confused about whether I should stop the cheer, you know, hold up my hand, whatever. Because I, I hadn't taken into account that the audience was going to be proactive like that, that interactive. Oh, they it. were so great. I, they were, like, interactive with us all night. They, they were, were fucking amazing. I had lost my voice literally completely two hours before the show. Like, I just could squeak. And... Linnea and Amelia were so sweet and, and trying to find me medicine and, and honey. Linnea, I, yeah, Linnea Quigley and Amelia Kincaid were our guests. Yes, guests they, were, they were trying so hard to help. And we did. Like everybody, like they were pouring chloroseptic down me. So I got through the show and just hearing everybody, like immediately they were like yelling, Hogzilla, Hogzilla, and just being like, oh, so yeah. What was the, why would, why did they start yelling Hogzilla? I didn't. Yeah, that's our chant, yo. That's what we do. That's the last time <laughs> I've been chanting. Yo. Well, anyway, the, um, uh, uh, as, as soon as I finished the cold open, uh, we went, the cameras went to the other stage so John Brennan could, could rock out on, you know, Joe Bob's back in town. He just did the straight version of Joe Bob's back in town with his band you know, the, the way, the way it's done on the show. And while he was doing it, um, Austin Jennings, our director, uh, realized that it was not raining anymore. And so he just went around the tent and just pulled down the sides of the tent all the way around. I'm and so people, glad he did. <laughs> and it was so, well, it was cool because people thought, Oh, that's, they thought it was planned. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't planned at all, but it's like it just revealed the whole set all at once while while John Brennan was singing Joe Bob's Back in Town. And so it it energized the crowd. I could tell. They just loved the fact that he was ripping down the sides of the tent. It definitely <laughs> so, felt more like everybody was like there and well, so that everybody could see. Yeah. You could if you were if you were anywhere near the stage or even if you weren't that close to the stage, you could see everything going on on the screen. And then to the right of the screen, you could see uh, John Brennan and his band. And to the left of the screen, you could see our set where we did the show. And so you could watch whatever you wanted to watch. (laughs) And it was, it was, um, it was cool. And it went off, it went off kind of like much more smoothly than I thought. I just, I just did the show and, and um, 
the audience remained enthused throughout, even though we did two features. And the second feature, um, I mean, the first feature was Night of the Demons, and this and the um, uh, the second feature was a giallo torso torso sexual uh, thriller. Yeah, that um, I got pretty deep into it, and um, uh, and but everyone everyone kind of stayed with me. I, I don't know how many people it went was to raining. Sleep. You can't tell how many people are going to sleep in their cars. You know? Everybody's out there like in ponchos and stuff, and we asked them to get up and do a dance in the middle of it, and like so many people did. Yeah, we did the Angela Demon dance with new, <laughs> with new. Um, with new music and lyrics and dance moves by John Brennan, and uh, that you made me do when I was sick. Thanks for that. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then John Brennan was up on that stage all weekend. People love John Brennan. Shit, John Brennan with the big feet. He was up on that stage doing uh, all kinds of songs, you know, that have been part of the show and um, other songs that he's written, and uh, that was just that was a lot of fun. Anyway. So the unfortunate um, part of that, though, is that it didn't end until 4.30. And we had intended to sign afterwards, which we yeah, all do. I was supposed to go back to the signing table, but I just couldn't. I hit the wall. Um, you were literally hallucinating. It was, I had to drag night. you. I was hallucinating. I mean, was, people would say to me, people would say, my favorite um, my favorite movie is Jaws. And, and I would say, I, I haven't seen that. What oh, my movie? God. What movie is that? You know, yeah, I, exactly. it's like I—I I literally didn't know what people Tell you were saying. TV, let's go home. <laughs> no, well, that's that's just what um, uh, I don't know. When you you get to a certain point of exhaustion where you just can't you can't focus, and so unfortunately, we left about four thirty in the morning, um, uh, and and some people still hadn't got through the line, and uh, part of the reason. Uh, we had to do that is that um also is that you were starting to get sick and you know so um so that where's where are we now so we, then we go okay. into sunday and sunday was the drive-in haunt day um and um once again we 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 signed all day we were going to do carny games, but we didn't have time because we, we were yeah. I dunk tank there for you. You dunk. I was going to be in the dunk tank. I was perfectly I was willing to be in the dunk, dunk tank. tank there. But um, we were going to raise money for charity in the dunk, with the dunk tank. You but, chicken out. But um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to repeat of Saturday where yeah. people where we had a big uh, autograph line and people wanted to talk to us and and we didn't get to the end of the line. And so I was determined that we would keep, keep talking to people uh, all day Sunday. And, and, and by God, we did, we talked to every <laughs> single person, every single person that wanted to talk to us, we talked to on Sunday. So um, I always feel like we miss people still. No, we did not miss anybody. I was there yeah. at the very end. You well, were, you were not focusing. You were, de- you were sick, but, but I was you, there at the actually- very end didn't wait until the the whole haunt was over maybe people thought after the haunt was over we'd still get to talk to them 
Well, the hunt was the hunt was almost over. It was almost. I think we left at two fifteen a.m. or something like that. We could have gone longer. <laughs> I honestly couldn't. You, could, have you could not have gone longer. You would have thrown up on the mutants, and I was, you know, we don't want I that. Really we, don't, off. Yeah. we don't need vomit on the mutants. So how do you get? We planned this for a year. How do you get sick for like the one thing that you're working so hard for? It just seems so wrong and unfair. Well. I hear you sniffling anyway, there too. Like oh, yeah, oh, so we had this. We had all the zombies. Um, we had like we had like twenty zombies. It was really good makeup. Um, Hogenstein. We made the the cheat the principal zombie Hogenstein. <laughs> um, some people were disappointed that they didn't get to see Hogenstein. Uh, I, I can guarantee. And they couldn't I tell. I guarantee you that quite a few people saw Hogenstein. One of the things about doing a thing like this in the dark at the drive-in is that sometimes when the zombie attacks your car, you can't really see him that well because of the, you know, you're just dealing with the ambient light from the screen and from, you know, a few lights around the edges of the property. And so you don't always get the total effect. The people in the concession stand got the total effect. (laughs) Zombies kind of rampaged through the concession stand at one point. I was um, so grateful they did that though, because I thought we were going to miss everything, but we got to see a whole bunch of the of the mutants. So. Yeah, and it was the world premiere of our of our um, of our you know our show that goes with the movies House of Wax and them, and so um, which we shot yeah. in five hundred thousand degree heat. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> with flight. We, we may like. We're going to make that show available, so if any other drive-in wants to do a, a zombie hunt, um, like at Halloween or something, they can show House of Wax on them and use our use our show. Um, but um, so after that, I needed about three days of sleep, and, uh, <laughs> and so I'm only just now coming out of it. I, we got so many amazing like gifts too. I feel like I can never say thank you enough for all the kind things people say to us and and make for us. Oh my god, we got an anatomically correct uh, Felissa Rose sleepaway camp doll that was like about three feet high. That probably should have been a surprise, but okay. <laughs> all right, we got a um, some kind of like wheel of fortune thing that's huge. Yeah, so much. Hunt. Like, we can't even, like, just little things, just thoughtful things. Like, people brought me, like, vegan cakes, and people made cookies, and, and oh, just and so people, many art things. And on, yeah, and on Saturday night, uh, I was I was making fun of uh, Linnea Quigley and her famous line, uh, do you have sour balls in, uh, in uh, Night of the Demons? And I was asking her, do you have sour balls? You know, because I love sour balls. And so, <laughs> particularly Cracker Barrel, so sour milk. And I said, "Yeah, you, but you have to get them at Cracker Barrel in the mason in the mason jar." And so, two people brought me mason jars from Cracker Barrel full of sour balls. I was like, "I was like, oh my god, you and guys did not have to do this." Of course, I took the sour balls though. <laughs> of course, you did. Lots of alcohol. Lots of alcohol for you. So, um, yeah. Um, it was, uh, I, I was, there, there were a lot of things behind the scenes that didn't go right. And, uh, so much. I, feel so I was bad. concerned that 
people would have a bad experience. But fortunately, you know, I've been reading the social media and it seems like most people had a good time. So I'm, I'm happy. I don't even feel like I've been fully able to catch up with all the social media because because we were so busy and because I was sick. Hopefully I will. Yeah. But from what I've seen, people are very kind and very understanding and and just made the most of it. It's I've seen mutant Woodstock or horror Woodstock a lot, which it definitely felt like it was just like muddy, crazy chaos, <laughs> and people went. Yeah, because yeah, it was not good weather. It was it was, it was, it was, so it was unbearably hot, or it was raining. You know, and rain so, equals mud. <laughs> yeah, I see why they do. Um, I, I see why they do Burning Man and. Coachella in the desert. <laughs> do you think we'll do this again? Um, yeah, I do think we'll do it again. Nice. Um, we have learned lessons. <laughs> I didn't know on Sunday how I felt about it, but I feel, you know, since, you know, I think, I think a, a big part of it was the mutants wanted to meet each other. Yes, I kept hearing that too, and that is a big thing of how like and so giving them a gathering place together. where they can uh, socialize was a big part of it, and um, I love that we we had a place where people can just meet up and and the names people came from all over and and they just could they could match up yeah. with the people they've been talking to online with real people, and that's amazing. Yeah, the record for driving. The, the 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 longest drive was a guy who drove from San Diego um, to Northeast Pennsylvania, where the where the festival was. Uh, the but the record for flying, the guy came from Brisbane, Australia. Amazing. So, so I don't think anybody can beat that. That's and they seem to think it was worth it. So I appreciate that. I'm glad they and had. He fun. was very happy. Yeah. <laughs> So well, um, we are blessed. We have amazing, understanding fans, and I'm glad he was there, even though I was a sicko. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I, you know, if anybody had a bad experience, I still encourage you to write to me at JoeBob at JoeBobBriggs.com, and I'm I'm trying to make sure uh, some of the stuff never happens again. Uh, Word. Yeah. But so, you got to get uh, the though. That was exciting. Like real actual heavies. That was really fun. Oh, yeah. And we award all the, we awarded, uh, for Mutant Fest, we awarded 12 hubbies, two feature films and 10 shorts. And the, the hubby actually was engraved on a Chevy hubcap. And uh, it looked really pretty. People posed with their hubby and we have great pictures of that. And, uh, and on Saturday night, we gave the Lifetime Achievement Award on an engraved Chevy hubcap to uh, Jeff Maddox, the owner of the Mahoning drive-in who kind of single-handedly saved that drive-in back in 2014. Um, and then everybody saved it again this week. <laughs> oh yeah. And then, and then it was about to be sold uh, to a solar company to, to, to be used as a solar farm. And uh, the mutants rose up and the, and the corporation that was going to buy it um, retreated. In like and a day, like people, before I, you was, get the word out. It was less than 48 hours after the call to arms. You know? was nuts. It was beautiful to see. It was crazy. It was like the beginning of the festival. Everybody was sad. And then by like 
the next day it was like the biggest celebration. Like we did it. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. So I guess that pretty much covers the Jamboree. Anything else you wanted to say about that? <sighs> um, no, I'm, 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 I'm happy that, that, uh, I'm I'm happy that the mutants were happy. Me too. That's the biggest, scariest thing, making sure everybody was happy. So then do you want to talk a little bit with me about season three? Season three. That's so long ago. I don't remember. I know. Which one is, it feels which one like, is season three? It feels like a hundred <laughs> years ago. I'm not even kidding. But I think we can kind of remember it if we think hard. <laughs> Well, I remember the finale of season three was was Roger Corman all night, and oh, yeah. um, it was obviously not the first time I've ever interviewed Roger. But um, I felt like it was important to do a as much as we could, like a a, a full career covering um, interview with Roger. Um, I consider him really the godfather of indie film. Uh, not just horror, but all, all, all exploitation filmmaking. Um, and um, I, I was so happy that, you know, despite all the limitations of COVID and everything, I mean, Roger didn't leave his house through throughout COVID and um, nobody could, in the, could go in the house. And so Julie Corman, his wife of 50 years, um, was the camera person. <laughs> and uh with an iphone <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how we got that's how we got roger that's how we did the roger interview um how do you feel about doing the interviews that way oh i don't like it at all i like yeah. i like i like to be in the same room with the uh with whoever we're talking to um uh i, I don't like anything remote but uh, we did the best we could uh the weekend, the week weekend before that, we had our tribute to Clint Howard. Uh, earlier in the season, we had uh, Bruce Campbell. Uh, I thought Bruce was especially sharp in his remote <laughs> interview. Uh, Bill we had, Lustig, he was. We had Bill Lustig, the director of Maniac Cop and, and Maniac. Um, we had uh, Eli Roth started off the season. That's the first. That was the first time I've ever done two movies with one person. And, um, did you notice how Eli though, he wouldn't, he wouldn't really fight with me. I was trying to fight with him (laughs) and, and, um, I was trying to challenging, challenge him on house by the cemetery and the, the, uh, sort of worship of Italian films that goes on in the horror community and the, and, and, and especially just the sheer lack of logic in anything about House by the Cemetery. And he would kind of turn turn my comments aside with a joke every time I pointed out, you know, something that was uh, uh, completely ridiculous about House by the Cemetery. And so I, I was hoping we would have a vigorous debate, you know, <laughs> about, about Giallo and Italian film and, and uh, that film in particular. But... Uh, uh, Eli was just being nice. Why was he being so nice? I don't know. <laughs> we respect you, JV. It's like when I first started and you're like, you have to challenge me. You have to fight with me. And it's like, I can't. You're Joe Bob. <laughs> oh, you know, it's better TV if we if we argue, though. So uh, um, 
but it, it was great having Eli on. He 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 does have vast vast knowledge. Ridiculous. Uh, you can't rein him in. I mean, he, he you know people say I make digressions. He he makes digressions inside <laughs> of digressions inside of digressions. Um, but um, he said something that I thought was very appropriate about House by the Cemetery. He said. It's not logical, Joe Bob. It's dream logical. And I thought that was very insightful. That was very insightful about a lot of those Italian movies. Um, they're not logical. <laughs> but there's a certain dream logic to them. So um, he, kind of, he kind of shot me down with that one comment. <laughs> what is your favorite night of the week or the season? <laughs> My favorite show of the season? Yeah. Gosh, I would have to look at. Um, How about this? What's an easier one? What's what's your favorite movie that we showed? Favorite movie that we showed in season three. Um, let's see. Um, gosh, there were so many. I, I, I movies that, movies that I love that we showed are Train to Busan. Ugh. You don't like Train to Busan? Like, it's good, whatever, but I don't like movies that, like, make me cry on purpose. I don't want to watch it ever again. <laughs> I liked um, Audition. Um, I liked Class of 1984. I yeah. like that movie a lot. I like Bride of Reanimator a lot. I think it's it's... It doesn't get the credit that Reanimator gets because it was directed by Brian Usna instead of Stuart Gordon, but uh, I think it's really uh, it really holds up. Uh, I could, you know I could go either way on Next of Kin. It was kind of a uh, uh, you have to really be in the mood to watch that movie. You mm-hmm. know? Otherwise, it's kind of slow. Oh, Ginger Snaps! I I would say Ginger Snaps your favorite. I would either I would say either Ginger Snaps or Mandy. Wow. Okay, that's pretty cool. Were, were my favorites. I'm I know your favorite was Pride Berry. Oh but, my gosh. But, I gained a new appreciation watching it with people than when, when I just tried to watch it myself when I found out we we're showing it. it oh, was, stop it! You hate Pride Berry. I. You hate Pride Berry. You don't have any new appreciation for that it. That is a lie. Do not speak for me, sir. I definitely have a new appreciation for it, especially after talking to Ryan Kruger so much. You're pulling an Eli Roth. You're trying to be nice. I would tell you. I Actually, there's a lot. I, I have new appreciation for things, too. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. With initially, you don't enjoy it, but you go, you listen to the filmmaker, you see their point of view, you see other people's perspective on it, and you can enjoy it more, for sure. Fried Berry, I had no idea what the hell it was. You just said, we're showing this, it's a premiere, watch it. And I was like, what the motherfucking fuck is this shit? And knowing that going in, and then seeing the reactions, and being able to just kind of take it for what it was, instead of trying to figure out what the hell it was, it's definitely a lot more fun, and I like it more. And I love that Ryan... The director is so enthusiastic about it, and he promoted the heck out of it. I think he talked online to all of our viewers for about three weeks straight, <laughs> like oh, yeah. constantly just, just talking about it and promoting it. And how can you not love something someone feels that strongly about? 
and things even like when I just watched that just coldly and thought, what the fuck is this? Are you telling me you now like things? No, I did not. I said I appreciate it more. <laughs> I definitely appreciate it more. I love Barry. Like he's just amazing. He's so sweet and awesome. All right. And I'm going to give you an easy one. Okay. That's that divides our audience. What do you think of Spookies? I love Spookies. You you like it or you love it? I love it. I think yeah. it it makes no sense, of course, but it's super fun and the atmosphere is great. And what do you think about it? Uh, I'm I'm I I would be, um, I I would be not the opposite of what you just said, but on the <laughs> other side of on the other side of the fence. So um, you're not a fan of Spookies. I'm not a fan of spooky. I'm going to try to set up an interview with the director of that because without even knowing we were showing it. Which director? There's there's at least two. Well, okay. Maybe you can clarify because I'd have to look up the name. But one of the directors (laughs) sent us a long email about it saying, would you consider showing our movie? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, not knowing we already had it on the schedule, and we didn't see it until after we showed it. So I want to talk to him now and see how he felt about our show and our rap. <laughs> oh, he liked it. He he sent me an email. He liked oh, really? it. Oh, really? That's him. Frank. That's Frank uh, uh, Farrell. And um, I definitely want to. We have the first, him. He did the first version of the film before it was taken away from him and Ooh. and given to the female director, whose name escapes me right now, but. Um, uh, and all that all that new footage was shot and and uh, put 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 onto the movie. Well, we definitely um, have to interview him for this. Uh, you know, I, I really liked Maniac Cop Night because it was fun. Uh, but uh, it was it was interesting. Normally, I don't like to show the movie and then immediately show the sequel to the movie. Um, but because Maniac Cop Two is so much better than Maniac Cop. <laughs> I think um, uh, that was fun. Uh, what Jeannie else? Jeannie Joseph, by the way. What? Jeannie Joseph, the director of Spookies. That's female. It's not Frank Farrell. No, you, you said you couldn't remember the the female's name. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Um, and actually, it looks like Frank was not the director. He was the writer. The writer. Okay. Well, then he had a partner who directed, I guess. Okay. See, that's everything about Spookies is confusing. There John is Brennan's, a lot of. John Brennan's song is correct. It's a very confusing it's a very movie. Confusing movie. <laughs> um, I am not a spooky. Oh, oh, what? Class of 1984. We showed Class of 1984. You mentioned a that. Damn, damn near perfect movie. You mentioned that um, already. What? You already mentioned that one. I did? Yes. But go ahead. Well, I just mentioned it. I didn't say, you know, how much I like it. Okay. I would put that right up there with Ginger Snaps. Really? So there's two there's two Canadian movies. It's like Canada Year. Class of nineteen eighty four and Ginger Snaps. And things. And things. Right? <laughs> yeah, we we're we're uh where was where was uh where was Mandy made? It was made in Belgium or something, I think. Yeah, not Canadian. Um, Are you excited for season four? Um, 
<laughs> I, you know, it's hard to think about season four. Uh, you know, kind of stressing. People want us to keep topping ourselves, you know, and it's like my my uh, my favorite episodes are probably the ones that are not the public's favorite episodes. <laughs> so, you know, it depends on what we're doing as to how excited I get about Aww, it. I'll get you excited. Okay. <laughs> that sounded wrong. I'll get you pumped to do the show. <laughs> well, we have we have uh, we have some really some big things that I, I guess we can't mention that I would love to, but some great we things did. coming up that we can share with you soon. Maybe you know more than I do because I don't. I, I don't, don't even realize how exciting we are. We're doing in season four. What? I don't even know what we're doing in season four exactly. So the ones that we know of, you know, are fucking bomb. Don't even play Joe Bob. They are. They're bomb <laughs> as shit. Come on. So I, I can think of one that 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 I that that you want to cosplay that's a bomb. I don't know. Oh yeah, that one. See, I was even remembering that one. We have some bomb stuff coming out, Joe Bob. Get hype. Okay, I'll I'll get hyped <laughs> later. I'm still recovering. I'm still recovering from the jamboree and that's the good. season and the season. I, I know. Was, there it was gruel- I, I know it doesn't seem like it, but it, it's grueling to do those interviews when the person is not there. I and, definitely understand. And, and, it's much uh, harder to interview you when you're not here. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad you came on and recapped everything with me because I definitely wanted people to hear your point of view about the jamboree. How are you feeling? Everyone's asking me about your health. How are you, how are you feeling? I think I probably sound a little sick still, but uh, this is the first thing. What did you have? Just a cold. Okay. I just, like, the first day I had no voice. The second day I was, like, shivering and um, couldn't talk loud and was throwing up. And then the next day I just slept forever. And then I started getting a little better. (laughs) Well. um, Whatever that is. Some kind of cold. (laughs) Did you notice that I got you out of the uh, drive-in by... Telling people you're about to throw up. It's true. People were trying to stop us to take pictures. Can I get one more picture with Darcy? Can I get one more autograph with Darcy? And it was it was mostly people who already had a picture or an autograph, you know. And so I said, um, "You were not Darcy. Darcy, if we don't go, you're going to throw up." I, it was not. It was not <laughs> an exaggeration, though. I was people that made everybody back off, and we got <laughs> we got you out of there. I honestly appreciated it and felt bad at the same time, but it was so true because I just it was it was Sunday was hard, man. But I appreciate everybody just kind of like I was very torn of whether to take the day off because I didn't want to get other people sick either, you know. But I also didn't want to miss out, so I just ultimately just ended up wearing a mask, and people were cool with that, so. Ah, and I have to hang up with you, and that's the official end of the jamboree and the season three, and that feels kind of sad. You feel sad? Yeah, like I don't know. I'm ready to do more. Let's do more, Joe Bob. The jamboree. You know what? The only thing about the jamboree that seems um, uh, strange is we should have had some closing ceremony, like they do at the Olympics. We have an opening ceremony and a closing ceremony. And we kind of had an opening ceremony because I did my show, you know. Um, You're right. We definitely should have done that. We didn't didn't have a closing ceremony after all the zombies were dead, you know. 
So, uh, all right, uh, next we'll have, time. We'll have to add that next year. For sure. And, and we have lots of notes. So, next year, I think it's going to be super bomb. <laughs> this one was just like an experiment. <laughs> all right. You were done? Uh, we can be, unless you have some wisdom to, to send us along with. A closing ceremony have, for our podcast, if you will. I don't have any wisdom. You got to give me wisdom, all, Joe Bob. I'm all out of wisdom. Give me some wisdom. No, no I was, I was, uh, I'm, I'm still recovering, just like you are. I'm, I'm not true. quite as sick as you are, but, you know, we did, we did stay, our, our earliest night was 2.15 a.m., um, and um and that was when i was my sickest and all the other night, all the other nights were like you know the sun's coming up by the time we yeah. get finished. and then we had to be back the next day so early but anyway yeah not complaining I, i'm happy we got through it and i'm happy everybody was there with us so thank you for coming out for that and we'll see you in season four thanks jv all right feel better good night okay yeah. you too bye let's go bye let's go Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Tearing the heart out of Saturday night.